Welcome to another episode of Authentic Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Chad Wagner. Thank you guys for tuning in today. I'm very excited. Our guest today is Jesse Nelson, and he is the founder of Conduit Coffee based out of Seattle, Washington. I'm very excited to have Jesse on the show today and talk to us about his passion uh, for coffee and bicycles. Jesse, are you there, my friend? Can you hear me? Jesse, I hear you, man. Can you hear me? Uh, barely. It's very quiet. <laughs> you got your speaker on? Yeah, I think. Um, that's weird. It's not doing the media volume. It's acting like it's uh, just my headset. Uh, can you hear me very well? Oh, there you go. Okay, I'm going to hold this phone right up to my, to my mouth and... Uh, We'll get going, man. So we're actually recording now. I've already done the introduction. Um, Jesse, welcome to Authentic Entrepreneur, the podcast. It's great to have you on, man. Oh, it's excellent to be here. It's good to talk to you, Chad. I hear that the weather's been uh, fairly decent out there in, in Seattle. Uh, it's been a it's been a good winter. I've been enjoying the sunshine lately. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's <man>. about time. <laughs> Let me start off with uh, telling the guests how I know you. And um, so basically, a couple years ago, I moved from Utah to Seattle. And I, I lived there for about a year and a half. And during that time, I, I did a lot of footwork and investigating into the coffee scene. And there was a time where I was uh, actually selling uh, like a coffee espresso machine cleaner. And so that got a lot of doors opened up for me into uh, coffee shops, coffee roasters and that type of thing. And I, I stumbled into Jesse and his company uh, conduit coffee. Um, and they're right there in the heart of Seattle. I found out that these guys are delivering fresh roasted coffee beans via bicycle. Um, I thought this would make a great story. And so tell me, Jesse, why don't you introduce yourself and just kind of tell us an overview about Conduit. All right. Um, well, I'm Jesse Nelson. I, uh, I founded Conduit in 2011, and we started roasting operations in 2012. So we're coming up on our six-year anniversary. Um, pretty much a one-man show for the first few years, and it's been growing steadily since and having a good time. Um, but like you said, we deliver all of our coffee locally by bicycle. And uh, there's a lot of really great outcomes of all that as far as, you know, just obvious marketing hooks, but just the sustainability and the solidarity with our community and being on that human scale and appreciating coffee in its real craft sort of form um, and finding wonderful people that are serving it. But. Absolutely. Yeah, the more I, uh, in, you know, talked with you and your guys there, I realized that you were definitely enthusiasts uh, about bicycling. Um, what would you say if you had to decide what's better, you know, what do you love more bicycling or coffee? <laughs> <laughs> tough. Oh coffee. boy. That's a tough question to ask me in the early spring after a long winter of a lot of coffee and no bike riding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really love getting out there and, and, you know, the exercise and just being self-sufficient without, you know, too much vehicle life in in my day-to-day -day routine but coffee is still so intriguing to me um you know i can't imagine really doing anything else or or 
anything else with a different agriculture sort of system. It's fascinating to me and every day it gets better. So I think the best part is probably just all the community of both and that coffee and bicycling are such a, a you know, great exchange of, of fun stuff in the city. And that, that never gets old for me. Yeah, they really have each, each area has their own community. You know, you got the bicycle community, the coffee community, but they really cross over quite a bit. So that's super awesome. Right. Yeah. A lot of young, enthusiastic people, you know, getting out there and doing stuff and, it's fun. <laughs> Those guys cracked me up. <laughs> Dude, take me back uh, to kind of the beginning of Conduit and, and what prompted you to do this. Um, you know, what'd you do before that? Were you a barista? How'd you get into roasting? Kind of walk us through some of those steps. Okay. So, um, yeah, my, my background's in, in community development work, working with agricultural communities on alternative energy and, and sustainable agriculture projects in uh, all over Washington state, all over Yakima County and forestry projects up in the North central area and then um, farm for a while in Bellingham. I did a lot of grant writing and working with a lot of really interesting people and connecting a lot of um, good ideas and just wonderful entrepreneurs. Um, and I love the idea of, I love coffee and I love the idea of having a coffee shop that would fund a nonprofit, you know, and, um, and really connect people on that routine that is coffee, but also all the important stuff that we're doing with food systems. And uh, when I finished graduate school, I realized that I didn't really want to work for the USDA and didn't want that effort of, you know, sitting behind a computer and kind of feeling pessimistic about the whole world and where everything was going. So I took off. Um, and uh, I was in Sicily when I decided I was never going to work again. And I just wanted to get into coffee roasting. Um, I had started home roasting during graduate school and that was a great hobby and um, really uh, decided just to go for it. So I moved back to Seattle and found a little bit of investment money and a little room that, you know, that we started in that you've seen um, and just dove headfirst into it, kind of not really understanding a lot of what all would go into the whole industry of coffee, but I knew that I could make delicious coffee and that's where it started. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, coffee is so broad. I mean, you can start in one area and, and just continue forever. You know, I've been oh. a barista, I've roasted, I've delivered beans. Uh, but oh. It's just never ending. It's astounding. I mean, I mean, I think a fact that people don't understand what I love most about my job now is, is at Conduit is kind of just spreading the word about how amazing coffee is in the supply chain. Um, there's, I mean, there's, 800 million people in the world work in coffee in some capacity for their livelihood, like one out of 10 people. And, you know, that's an astounding product of any kind, let alone a food that traverses that. So like you said, it touches so many communities from traveling to just, you know, foreign regions and crazy heartbreak and these remote regions that we never hear about. Um, you know, all the way to just that fantastic dopamine rush when you get the latte you want, you know, <laughs> Definitely. So you started roasting and yeah, I've been to uh, the warehouse. Um, it looks like you might've built out a little bit more, but the roaster's still there on the waterfront downtown. Yeah. We're on Lake union. Um, yeah. Right on Westlake Avenue, kind of towards Fremont, the neighborhood Fremont. Um, it's beautiful. You know, a lot of great sunrises and it's pretty close to everything, but we've lucked out with a really great kind of cluster of businesses and, property owners um, that have been very beneficial for us to grow. So we, yeah, we continuously built just like yesterday we finished a whole building project and added a new room and 
it never ends. That's awesome, dude. One thing that stood out to me uh, was the bright blue coloring that kind of uh, was your signature color. How did that evolve? Oh, uh, I love blue, I guess. I don't know. I, um, <laughs> I, I, it's, I mean, I knew I was going to have a blue logo, I guess. It just fit blue and brown. It's kind of a cool color combination and coffee, and it works well. Uh, and then when we ordered our roaster, they asked what color I wanted powder coated. So I actually had to specifically pick a color. And um, yeah, and then we got our espresso machine colored the same way. And, you know, we go for that with stickers as much as we can and other materials. But um, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's kind of a pop in sort of pop in slate blue. I don't yeah, know how to describe it. I, I'm calling it like it's Smurf blue for me. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Bear Paints calls it brilliant blue. Brilliant blue. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. <laughs> so tell me about the Those are things you've heard about coffee that have nothing to do with coffee, but have everything to do with it. Yep. <laughs> tell me about the crew, man. What's uh, Who's in charge of what down there these days? Oh, boy. It's uh, it's crazy. Um, it's it's amazing how much we've grown in the last year and a half. Uh, we've had We have a solid crew. We just hired another person. We have six people that are working mostly part-time, you know, part-time, two-thirds time, um, and really, really kicking kicking butt. They are taking the reins on all new systems and getting a super solid foundation for a lot of growth. Um, but we have three people named Ben working for us, and four of us are Geminis, so it's an interesting work environment. <laughs> yeah, three Bens, four Geminis. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, I mean, these guys are amazing. Like they're, uh, Ben Wong is, is taking over the roasting and is rocking that. And, uh, Ben Quartz is doing all the fulfillment and getting the orders and, and managing a space. And then we have, uh, yeah, other great crew that are doing the cleaning. Brian and Andrew and, um, good friend Andrea is just rocking all of our open houses and Sean's doing all of our training and getting all of our accounts in order and helping everybody else serve amazing coffee. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's quite the operation going. I'm really proud of it. That's that's super cool, man. Super cool. Uh, that's your own little community in itself. You know, having those friends to work with every day is is really awesome. Yeah, it's overwhelming. I mean, in such a good way. It's it's there's so much fun stuff happening in so many directions and so much talent. You know, and if it was, I mean, we're all getting paid for like the coffee side of things. But if it wasn't for their interest in music and their ability to program, you know back-end website development, stuff like that. I mean, we wouldn't have nearly the, the business and the group and the community that we have. So, I mean, these guys really make it. And I'm, I'm just proud that, you know, this little thing I created has attracted those kind of personalities. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. How did you come up with uh, Conduit as the name? And what does that have? Uh, what meaning does that have? So, you know, Conduit is something that that like a channel or a throughput to bring one thing or a group of things to from one place to another. And so being a conduit in coffee and being a conduit for community is really just sharing all that we love and our passions and all the people that we're involved with and offering that sort of as a conduit to everybody else and what they're doing, you know, and um, it's also based on like, like a, a solidarity in our economy. So just sharing what our, our good friends are doing and the food that they're making and, and everybody's wonderful ideas and kind of, having putting that out there and being a resource you know as a conduit to spread that to everybody else um so really just connecting it and be a conduit yeah perfect man perfect 
It sounds like uh, maybe you're up to some, either some R and R, or you're working on some new projects. What's uh, what's happening out in Port Townsend? Oh, Port Townsend is um, a dear place in my heart. Just a wonderful town outside of Seattle, and um, Seattle is quite expensive. And I needed a break from downtown core, and um, also the crew needs a break from me. I mean, they're really rocking so much of it. So. Uh, it's just a great opportunity to spend some time in a small town and work on uh, all the, <laughs> lately it's been taxes, um, <laughs> but all, all the good stuff like that growing. And, and we've, we've been so busy that we got to work on all sorts of marketing materials and just getting everything organized so we can hit the ground running. So I come out here when I can. Um, and the rest of the time is uh, pretty intense, just long days at the studio. Uh, but uh, yeah, we do, we're doing a lot of tours now through, the Airbnb experiences and it's it's good to get away and get some R and R for sure. Okay, so so mostly I'm just out here hanging out. I wouldn't no, say there's a great. lot. That's great. You <laughs> you just uh, sprung up a new topic with this Airbnb. So do you want to tell us about that and how maybe you know some fans might be able to tap into that? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh the experience is is a new program project area website area of, of airbnb that um they're like little tours and stuff to do when you're in a in a town so presumably staying at an airbnb residence and then going off and learning about the town that you're in so we do a tour of our facility we roast coffee and talk about all the hands that touch that cup of coffee and really kind of dive into it for a couple hours and get everybody super caffeinated and spring them upon the world um <laughs> Yeah, so it's through Airbnb. You can just it's it's pretty prominent. Um, you can just find us on uh, on the Experiences tab in Seattle. And okay, there's a fun little video of me on there. <laughs> just kind of search for uh, the Conduit Experience, or what would they call it? Oh, it's called Peek Inside Seattle's Coffee Scene. Um, okay, but it's yeah, all yeah, it's it's pretty prominent on the on the Seattle Experience page. Um, it's it's a relatively new program. It just started last July, so there's still only a few select cities that are doing it. Yeah. Um, no, that's cool. But yeah, that's... it's a lot of fun. And there's some other good ones in Seattle as well. I just I actually kind of I hate to sort of say it just in that sense, but it's a really wonderful way to see parts of the city that you wouldn't see. Um, you know, having dinner with chefs and stuff like that. It's it's fun if you're traveling. I'm a huge fan of Airbnb. Um, I used it multiple times especially over in Hawaii when we went there uh, we stayed in like four different places you know right so yeah it's I, great and, and great. I have to say you know I've been doing tours we've I've always wanted to do tours I've done education and private roasting classes and stuff like that but it, it's always so hard to get the word out there you know I mean it takes a lot of stuff I mean you know it's like to market anything really but to market a tour like do you pick days or do you let people come to you you know it takes so much effort and so um, what I'm absolutely enjoying about the experiences and hosting them is, is that Airbnb takes care of all of that advertising. So we're getting so much attention um, and, and they're really doing that. So I think for kind of the entrepreneur, it's, it's such a relief to not have to put that effort into a marketing strategy and social media, and, you know, advertising and pictures. They, they came and took pictures and did the video themselves and edited it. Um, it's uh so yeah, I mean, I think I really recommend anybody that can like to try and get involved in those um, because they're they're quite fun if you like talking a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to be a good host. Yeah, exactly. But that's where the caffeine really helps. <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> well, that that sounds like a very good uh, thing. I think they've got some of that going on here in Austin. Um, you know, I'm not sure what the events are, but I want to look into that. Yeah. So let's talk about coffee. Let's geek out a little bit. Um, do you have any favorite coffee uh, regions, um, any roasts that you like? Just tell us about sort of your favorite coffees. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I am, I'm still totally fascinated with the product of coffees. I, there, there's growing regions. You know, coffee's seasonal, so different times of year I've, I'm more excited about certain regions than other ones. Uh, we just wrapped up our most favorite Costa Rican coffee that we get direct trade. Um, and that's a natural process. It's just super fruity. It comes from a sustainable, um, just wonderful group of farmers in, in Costa Rica that we know. Um, and so this is the, the third season that we've purchased from them directly. Uh, before that, we had a Myanmar coffee with a wonderful story about um, the, kind of the first coffee to come out of Myanmar. Uh, that was just a juicy and fruity gem of a coffee that blew everybody's socks off. Uh, but now we're into the Columbia season coming up and, um, and the Rwandans have landed. So that's a whole new experience. Um, <laughs> really, I think in general, I like, I like coffees that are kind of pointy, like kind of juicy and a little tangy and, and have some, some good character is, and depth, you know, so some good chocolate notes, but not too dark at all, but you know, some good pointy fruits and citric acids in there. Um, so mm-hmm. Columbia definitely tickle that right now. Um, I, I I once had a Bolivian coffee, and I it's a hard country to get coffee from, and I would love to have that coffee again. Gotcha. Yeah, Nicaragua has always been a favorite. Yeah. Um, so you said Bolivian. Yeah, Bolivian. Oh, our Perus have just landed too, and that's a wonderful relationship as well. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so excited about all of it. Every every single every single coffee that we have excites me. And that's, I guess that's a good thing because it means we're doing what we set out to do. Absolutely. Do you get to work on that direct trade level very often or do you, um, you know, use an importer or or kind of how does that work? It's uh, I mean, direct trade's a sort of a weird term to define. Nothing's actually direct unless you own the ships. You know, you're always going to go through some sort of third party. Um, So, I mean, Seattle's a crossroads. So we meet these producers. We meet them at the Global Coffee Expo and Coffee Fest. And uh, so we've developed a relationship with them kind of on the Seattle end, which is great. I mean, it still is direct trade coffee. Um, Some of them bring it in themselves. Some of them use an importer to just deal with the money side of it, uh, which is great. So if, you know, the farmers have it arranged, so they all get paid up front for a price that we establish, and then I can, you know, milk it out from the importer that has much more cash flow to deal with that, then that's a better deal for all of us. Um. But otherwise, yeah, otherwise the importers that we use are are awesome. They have totally traceable coffees and a lot of good stories about where the sort, you know, where it's coming from, the sources, and uh, tons of resources. So all of our, all, yeah, all of our coffee is traceable and super special, whether it's, you know, whether I've met the farmers or not. But yeah, uh, coffee is one of those things that I feel like more than any other product, really, you know it's it's developed uh the relationships and the fair trade and um i don't know it's it's developed quite well to help the little guy the farmer and i don't know if all the other you know clothing industries gotten there yet or uh, other agricultural stuff has gotten there yet but coffee's one of them that's always been on point for it that. is 
I mean, I think we treat wine and, and, you know, other liquor and stuff like that for granted. I think we take it for granted as far as that it's all pretty direct trade in a lot of ways, you know, it's all small producers and pretty traceable. Um, but coffee is definitely growing and, um, and specialty coffee. I mean, that's an important thing that, you know, just buying from people that are buying good coffee, regardless what kind of coffee it is, means that it's going to be more direct and the farmers are going to get paid more. Um, and that's the, that's the most important thing is that the farmers are getting paid and we can keep getting their coffee. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Dude, it's been super nice having you on the show. And I know I've been talking to you for, you know, almost a month now to get you on the show. I'm glad you took the time out, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And me too. It's always fun. And I would love to catch up with you again soon. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to add for entrepreneurs that are kind of scratching their head about, you know, maybe I should get into business doing something I love? Um. I mean, I think, I think it's good for everybody. I think it's a very healthy exercise and I think it's also going to be exhausting. Um, so, you know, have fun doing it and um, reach out for help and build your community. And um, as much as you can do a lot of stuff by yourself, other people can help. And it's okay to ask for that. But yeah, get out there and have some fun doing what you love. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Drink a lot of coffee. Drink a lot of coffee. That's what entrepreneurs do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate you, man. Uh, if there's anything I can do for you, uh, let me know, man. I'm going to let the guests know where to find you. I'm going to put a link to that Airbnb thing. Um, all that. Yeah, we have to post it on our website as well. Um, yeah, if you're in Seattle, stop by and say hi. We're doing a lot of fun events coming up this summer. So um, we'd love to host you and show you around. All right, Jesse. Thanks again, man. Have a great night. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Podcast listeners, I hope you enjoyed that show with Jesse Nelson of Conduit Coffee. I'm going to link up in the show notes uh, where you can find all the information about Conduit Coffee. I hope you'll go there. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope you guys stay authentic.